Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome back to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan. I'm your faithful host. I'm here with our guest, Brad Koning. Hey, Brad. Hello. Hey. Thanks hey. for having me. So we were just talking about how this is your first podcast with us. Um, you have not been on the podcast before, correct? Correct. Um, it's my first time. First time. Um Thanks for joining us. And you said you listen to the podcast sometimes? I do. Okay. What's been your impression about the podcast so far? Or what have you, what have been some of your observations about it? Uh, you know, I think, I think my favorite piece of just listening to it is just hearing what other people pick out and especially just the interesting things when, um, somebody might be struggling with something. Uh, I actually appreciate your insight a lot. Just, I think you got a lot of knowledge. And, uh, so it's really cool to hear some of that stuff get unpacked. Um, mm. just a lot of, and, and there's a lot of stuff, to be honest, like we'll be reading something and it'll be kind of like, I've never read that before. And mm -hmm. so it's just, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Well, that's how it is for me every time when, when I have a guest on here, we'll be, they'll read the passage and all of a sudden something will pop out to me. It's happened so often that I have stopped trying to prepare so much <laughs> because I started off this podcast like last year, like, all right, I've got to come up with a thought for every single passage. And, um, and then it, it's happened to me so often that, um, when we're actually live recording it, um, whatever someone else brings out of the passage or the way that they read it or whatever's happening in the moment, whatever I was going to prepare is just shoved aside and we end up talking about something completely different. And I attribute that to the Holy Spirit present in the midst of the conversation, bringing out things that doesn't happen when you're alone. And so I've kind of given up. <laughs> I just, I, um, I, I've really learned that, um, that the Holy Spirit shows up in between people. And as we talk about it, new things emerge that I never would have anticipated. And I've kind of learned to trust that, you know, and just go, okay, let's go there. So there's been times when people have, you know, we read a scripture and someone's literally, I remember Earl last year said, um, I got nothing on this one. And, and something <laughs> comes out of it. And then other people come with like really well-prepared thoughts and whatever it is, it's always gold. So, and that's not a podcast thing. And that's not a Brendan thing. It's just, that's just what happens when we open up scripture with each other and listen. Yeah. You know, so long, you know, if you didn't listen to any more podcasts on this, you know, this podcast, you could just like Brad, you could just sit down with Jill or with a neighbor and just be like, can we read this scripture passage together? And what's sticking out to you about it? And I can almost guarantee like you'd get something out of it new every time. And um, God shows up in the midst of that because the word is living. 
So that's something I've learned yeah. through this podcast. Um, you want to give that's people just like cool. a little uh, introduction to who you are? Sure. Well, I'm Brad. Um, you, if you've been around, you probably see me here and there. Um, Jill, my wife, Jill, and I have been coming to Victory Point since 2004, 2005. Um, and I've... I help out a little bit playing guitar in the worship band. Uh, I've been an elder. And so you've probably just seen me around. I've probably had to stand up and say a few things here and there. But uh, yeah, we've just, I mean, Victory Points family and uh, just love being there, love everybody. And um, yeah, it's just definitely feels like home. That's awesome. Thanks, Brad. So what we're going to do, for those of you who are new to the podcast, we are going to read today's scripture passage and just ask a simple question. Um, what is grabbing your attention right now? And uh, so, Brad, today we're going to read Genesis 9, verses 8 through 17. Do you, that, do you have that in front of you that you could read it for us? I do. All right. Uh, then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you. And with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is a sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I've set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant I've established between me and all life on the earth. Thanks, Brad. So what's just one thing that's maybe grabbing your attention today? Well, the word covenant, I, for me, like really jumped out. I mean, they, they say it a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. My, my mind kind of keeps going like, okay, what's a covenant? And I know God keeps saying like, this is a covenant between me and you, but he's, I don't know. I don't know why, but my, I was just stuck on covenant. And mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, okay, I know the, in my mind, like a covenant's a, a thing, like God's got this one end of the deal, but I'm like, what's Noah's end of the deal or does uh -huh. he not need one? Uh -huh. But then I, but, but kind of like looking at it and I guess it's okay for folks to know, like I've, I've seen this before, but um, in having a, a little bit to think on it, it's, it's just one of those, it's like we're, you're whirling the spot because Noah like actually said yes to this crazy thing God asked him to do, build this ark. And mm. go on it and 
Like if he hadn't like lived out that faith, like the whole earth would have been washed away. And so God's here almost, it's like this covenant's a response to Noah's courageous act of faith. And um, yeah, certainly a conversation, isn't it? I mean, God speaks to Noah. Here's my word. Are you, are you going to be someone who responds to it or not? You know, are you, are you going to act upon my word or not? And Noah decides to, even though it's crazy. Why would you build an ark? There's no rain. There's no flood. Um, and, and then Noah does. And then that's part of Noah responding to God. God's love is to say, all right, I'll kind of covenant. I'll put my life in the line. You know, I'll, I'll ante up. I'll, I'll, I'll play along. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and respond to you. And then God responds to Noah by saying, all right, you put yourself out there. I put myself out there. Then you put yourself out there. And then I'm going to put myself out there again, you know, to put a sign in the rainbow to say, uh, you know, this is my, this is a sign of my love for all of creation. Um, this is back and forth dialogue between God and Noah. That's, that's really cool. And, it, and Noah has a huge part to play in that is what you're saying that, Noah's Noah's role here can't be underestimated because Noah actually followed through on what God asked him to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. This um this I was kind of reading back, like I was trying to think, all right, where where's the word covenant that that Brad was looking at? And I was like, well, it says covenant like a thousand times <laughs> in here. <laughs> you know, and then I started reading it. I'm like, wait, wait almost every single verse is just the same thing over and over and over. I mean, read through every like line by line, every single one of those, the way I'm the, the version I'm reading, it has all the verses separated by lines, you know? Mm. Yep. And it, I mean, I'm establishing my covenant with you and your distance and descendants after you, with you and every living creature that's with you, the birds, blah, blah, blah. I established my, and then verse 11, I established my covenant with you and never again shall all the flesh be cut off for the Lord and never again shall be flood. Next one. This is the sign of the covenant made with you between every living creature that was ever future generations. Next one. I have set my bow in the clouds, shall be signed to you, a covenant between me and the earth. You know, it's like every single one is like a repetition. It's like how many different ways can we say the same thing <laughs> over and over again? <laughs> but um, but I like I like that about this. There's there's I mean, repetition means something. This is extremely important in the Genesis narrative, and it's a recreation story you know that the last time we saw waters covering all of creation was in genesis 1 in the beginning when god was created heavens and earth the earth was formless and void and the spirit hovered over the waters hovered over the deep and that's happening again here you know god mm-hmm. is hovering over the deep and saying like i am i've recreated um the world basically saying no matter how bad it gets i can reset things you know, I can recreate things. I'm the God of creation. I can uncreate and I can recreate no matter what. Mm. And um, that's a sweet promise um, to have. Um, the other thing that jumped out to me, Brad, that I've never seen before was, uh, okay, verse 10. Uh, oh, I'll read verse nine first. As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you. That sounds like the Abraham covenant, right? So I'm like, okay, I get that. <laughs> Cool. God's people. The, I'm your God and you will be my people and you will bless all the people in the whole world. Something like that. Sounds like the Abraham thing. Sounds like Pentecost, you know, like be blessed and go be a blessing. But 
But then it says, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, every animal of the earth was with you as many came out of the ark. I'm like, what? With the animals too? Like what's God's covenant with the animals mean? Yeah. You know, like that's kind of wild. And then, and then he adds to it. Um, verse 13, I've set my bow in the clouds shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Like, the ground i'd like to look at the hebrew there but if it's if it's um like what what's the um what what's the is it adama what is it dust is it earth like what what is the hebrew word there but um but it seems like god is saying the covenant i have is not just for people you know this is for all of this is my covenant for all of creation they all belong in relationship with me and thus the people i create belonging relationship with the rest of creation meaning there is just like adam was given a garden to tend noah is given these animals and the whole earth to tend and steward well and that seems to be part of the covenant god is setting up for noah that it's not just about you noah it's not even just about your family or even just other people this is about um, my whole earth and you are to steward your animals and even the ground beneath your feet is all part of the good news, the, the good creation. I want you to steward well. So for me, that was kind of a little mind blowing fact of it. It also came up in like, um, in Jonah at the end of Jonah, um, God says something like, um, why wouldn't I show mercy to all the people in Nineveh and also many animals and that's just the end of the book. <laughs> the word animals is like, <laughs> it's like God had to throw that in. And also many animals. And you're like, that's the end? That, that's it? That's how you're going to end the book? Mm. So um, I, I just think that's like a really overlooked uh, part of our theology in our sense of call and mission in our kind of our Protestant tradition, like, like the, our evangelical tradition. Um, we think a lot about evangelism, which is good and deserved. Um, and oftentimes we transfer that to, you know, saving souls, so to speak. And um, I think we forget about our role of tending all of creation, including animals and um, the ground beneath our feet. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. That's something that was grabbing me right out of this. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm not a my theology might be totally out the window here, but it's, it's one of those things I've heard in this, this idea, you know, we, we think of, you know, the end of times or whatever. A lot of people think like, okay, we're just going to go off to heaven, this, you know, faraway place or, or wherever that is in God's presence. But there's a real mindset and maybe it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe this is definitely more of a, the mindset of the culture when the Bible was written that, and maybe this is a peek into it where we are supposed to be stewards of the earth, that the, the concept of is more like God's going to come back and the earth isn't something that's necessarily going to go away and animals aren't necessarily going to go away, but he's going to redeem it. And it's maybe a place that he dwells and we dwell with him, you know? Um, and maybe this, this covenant 
is kind of a, a peek into that and a I don't know. Maybe I'm going off the rails. No, no, you are. You're absolutely right. No, I, I, I think it's actually. Uh, I don't think it's even just like a loose connection. I think this is like a direct connection with um, what, and, and we'll see that more through the week as we look at more. Um, as we look at more of these scriptures, which will tie into some of the same themes. But there is an intentional, like you can draw a direct line between um, the the good earth God made in the beginning to the earth that Adam and Eve cursed, you know, that was cursed under Adam and Eve to the recreation in the flood to Jesus. Um, as we'll see that later this week, but then, then also new creation, the new Jerusalem, which is a real place with real like land. It's, it's a new earth. It's not just floating in the clouds and some, spiritual a physical you know location it's 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 a remade new creation a new world and um this story in genesis definitely gives us hints and hope for that that god can undo creation and then redo it and restore creation so yeah definitely that's part of the hope that we have in jesus sweet well thanks brad um quite an exciting discussion about covenant and land um, so do you have any pets, Brad? I do. We have what a dog. Okay. So let's consider how your dog is part of God's covenant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's in there somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any, oh, well, we have chickens. So I think about how my chickens are, how do I tend my chickens in a way that honors God's covenant? And how do I tend my, I have a garden that I'm going to be growing this spring. So how do I tend that in such a way that honors God's covenant? And by the way, while, while you're talking, I did look up the Hebrew, uh, Ha'eretz is the, um, the word for land, earth, and it's definitely land. Um, okay. A very like earthy, earthy, dirty, soily hummus kind of uh you know, uh, l word that means, you know, that's, that's what they use for calling the promised land. The hot Eretz is the land. So anyway, all right. Well, thanks, Brad. Go cool. in peace, everybody. Thanks for the, uh, joining us on the podcast today. Tomorrow we will be back with you Tuesday morning. Talk to you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.